Play it, play it, play it, play it. We are gay like a fruit. We are looking like a snack. You are listening to Fruit Snacks. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me. Quick jump out for your lady get inside of me. Oh, Tell where I put it down where I'm about to be. Run down on a... About he about to run me. Something like that. When Carlos was here, we just repeated gobble me, swallow... Swa- what is it? Gobble me, swallow me? Yeah. We just repeated those two lines the whole time. I know nothing more. <laughs> is I tried to rap her shit, but it was hard. It's, it's hard. It it's too like fast. It seems like unhuman to do that quick. Like, I don't know how people can clearly speak that quickly but honestly when you do it you're you feel like that bitch like she makes you feel like that bitch oh well in that case hey guys i'm that bitch (laughs) and i'm not that bitch (laughs) and you are listening to bruce snacks what's been going on this week Actually, I jumped back. In, well, I say this every week. <laughs> I jumped back into my gym routine because Abby was because <laughs> Ab- shut the fuck <laughs> because up. Abby was you here say- and I kind of fell out for like four days. Okay, but if you so haven't been doing in. your gym routine, what the fuck have you been doing, bitch? <laughs> if I wasn't doing that, yes. Um, things here and there. <laughs> no, actually, I did have a really great week this week. Um, I caught up my good friend, Brett Michael from New York. Uh-huh. Uh, I just moved out here with his boyfriend. So I finally got to see him cause they moved out start of October, but he's like school full time, work full time and just moved back to the West coast. So, yeah. um, he has like a lot on his plate, but it was like a last minute and it was a really good like time out in LA. Mm. And then I was reaching out all week to people in like a field of interest for work and I was getting some really great responses. So I'm excited about that because I want have to talk like about it? yeah I have a okay. couple informational interviews set up but I was picking uh, David Gromick's brain a little bit mm-hmm. just about like where I'm at and like things that I'm interested in and he was giving me recommendations of what to look for and I've sort of been looking in the realm of corporate equality if mm-hmm. you will so it, it covers like all bases but there are equality like consultancy firms. And he's like, why don't you look into those? And I was like, okay, so I did. And it's funny because looking at some of these like teams, because a lot of these websites are like meet our team. And I'm like, oh, cool. Some of them were like so hit and some of them were so miss. Where like the ones that were so miss, the first like couple pages you would come to, I'm like, yes, I love this. Like I already love the aesthetic. I love the style. Well, you said that's a miss? Listen, so I'm like, okay, like I'm feeling this. And then I click on like meet the team and I'm like, you guys use all stock photos for all the rest of your fucking website (laughs) because all of you are like 55 plus and not to be ageist, but like just the look of the way that these people are. I'm like, you guys have not come through the decades. Right. You guys are still way back. And I love that you're like here because there is somebody who needs your platform. It's not me. Yeah. But somebody needs that. Yeah. But then there were other groups of of people and they, it felt like walking into a communication course at Long Beach State. Mm. I was like, I feel at home. I feel yeah. comfortable. Like, I like the aesthetic of this people. Yeah. And it felt really good. Diversity and inclusion. I kept saying equality, but I was like, I know that's not the term. Diversity and inclusion is like the realm I'm looking at. Okay. Um, Which would be good because I feel like it's totally up the wheelhouse that you're trying yeah. to go. Not up it, but in the wheelhouse. Yeah. And I love, I mean, I, I, I don't understand a lot of the 
components to this world yet, but I like that the titles that I've seen consistency constant. Oh my God. Consistently on these websites are like facilitator, which is up my alley. Cause I enjoy being like in front of people or yeah. teaching and consultant, which tells me that they are not necessarily like contracted or freelancers. Like they're a part of this company, but I also stalked a lot of their Instagram profiles and a lot of them do like performance in New York or like they live the, these people in one company will live like East coast, West coast, Canada. Like I like the ability to like move freely for sure. So I don't know what that mean long means long term, but I like that. I feel connected to a direction. Right. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So I felt like I had a good week because of that, because I feel like there's like, there's like a direction. Yeah. Yeah. My week I've been flying a lot. Oh, and I got back into my gym routine. Oh, oh so. right, right, right. Yeah, Sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you want to talk about that or can we move on? Well, first I skipped okay, Monday. Okay, let's move on. So anyways. <laughs> but I um, went Saturday, so I still went Ain't nobody days. fucking cares, okay? <laughs> no one gives a shit about your motherfucking gym routine. So I have been flying lately and this motherfucking job has been killing me softly, okay? Your soul? Literally killing my soul. I don't hate the job by any means, but I do not like what the current job is in this moment. Yeah. One, it being so political and volatile out there. Anytime we move, like fly to a new fucking city, it's like a whole different attitude, mm. which is fine because, you know, we get that normally. But I just feel like everyone is in high intensity and like a lot of these motherfuckers shouldn't be traveling because they don't want to follow the rules. Right. Mm-hmm. But we've already talked about that. So I digress. But the thing that's really Annoying is that we don't do service Mm -hmm. and we just sit on the plane and you're going to make fun of me. And this is how privileged I understand this job is because I'm getting paid to do this. But my neck and my head have been getting migraines and like stress pains because I've been looking at my phone for like six hours a day and just sitting in the jump seat looking down into my lap Mm -hmm. that the back of my neck is pulling. And I was on a three day trip, got back yesterday. The past two days I've had the worst migraine because just all this pulling and like how privileged is it to say that you get paid to six for six sit for six hours just looking at your phone? Literally, I'm just playing Zoom Zoom. I'm like on TikTok. I probably shouldn't be saying this. No, I'm <laughs> laughing because I had the same physical um, atrophies when we were doing service <laughs> in the shop. That is a big component, but now I understand yeah. there's nothing else to nothing do. Else so to like do. it's like to the max. Yeah, like yeah. before we would like try to bust out service quick so that we could do that. Mm. But now like we're trying to do service mm-hmm. so that we don't sit there and like I my I, this is gonna sound so bad. You guys are gonna make fun of me, but I my thumb is literally fatigued. <laughs> I have thumb fatigue from swiping through my phone. You have Swear to be to careful. God. Kim Kardashian got ki- carpal tunnel. Girl, from I taking think, too many selfies. No, I think I have carpal tunnel. Yeah, like straight up. I'm That's not real. even joking. Where like I'll be laying in bed and I feel like a, a light tinge of throb, where it feels like I'm swiping still. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is. I need to like back the fuck up. Scientists with this. are saying humans are already mutating. Really? Yeah, I don't understand why, but this the scenario that I've seen time and time again in stories is like like almost a tail of sorts at mm. the base of our skull in the back from looking down. I don't it's not a tail that like comes out, but it's a bone in your neck that's starting to mutate in a way because of our Is this our another time you always. looked on Twitter and found an article no, no, about no, no, some no. random no, shit? No, no. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, yeah. Incredible, incredible, incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it. I mean I could see that being a thing. I mean I, I feel like it'd be very dramatic to say that. For sure. Because I still feel like it's too soon to be mutating. Considering we just got technologically, I don't know. This I've seen savvy. the hills have eyes more than once. That's stupid, and they mutated because they had to live in the dark. <laughs> but then, secondly, I did go on a date the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I can call it a date to be honest, because it was just like, hey, we haven't caught up in a while. Let's catch up. Okay. But I felt like the first time we hung out, 
way back was when was a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the second time it was a date again. <sighs> you should have done a night date with him specifically. You think so? That would have been a great person to hook up with, whether you wanted to continue oh, anything or not. Oh, 100%. 100%. But I will say, though, that when I was sitting there on the date, the whole time I was like, see, this is why I don't fucking date. This is why I don't mm. fucking date. Because the whole time I was like, I want to be present and engaged with this person. But the whole time I was just like, in my head, like, oh, he didn't ask me a question. Da, 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 da. Mm. Which I personally don't give a shit. Like, I really don't. I don't, you know me, I love to talk about myself, but I do it on this podcast. So mm. there's an outlet. I don't really care to talk about me. But then also there's like this give and take when you're on like a date. Yeah. This one, I'm like, I don't know if it was a date because I don't know what it was for him. But the whole time I was like catching up, asking him what he's into, what he's into, what he's into, what he's doing, what are you doing, da 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 yeah. And then every time the response would happen, I'd be like, oh, no way. And I literally would be like saying things in my own life to like connect to that. Mm-hmm. But then he'd be like, oh. But it would never like, oh, tell me about that. That yeah. sounds cool or da 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 And again, I like I said, I don't need to talk about myself. But then I guess in my head for me to bring this up, I guess I do need to talk about myself because it really was off-putting. Yeah. And not to say that I didn't like this person or it was a bad date or anything, but it was just something I was aware of. And I was like, okay, well, what what is that for me? Do you think if you had jumped in and pushed your story into the conversation that he would have reciprocated yeah, more? Yeah, I do. But I also don't feel like I needed to do that because then it would feel like I was talking about shit that he didn't care about. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Where like... If someone were to be like, oh, oh, you work at the gym? Tell me about it. I could go into it. And then yeah. if more questions were to go in about it, like, like let's, let's role play. Okay. Okay. Ask me a question. What do you do in your free time? Oh, I um, fly. Well, I guess that's not free time, but I um, help at a gym that I coach at for like, I guess like inner city youth for cheerleading. Yeah. Mm. Where in the city? East LA. Oh, just East LA. Yeah. Exactly. And it ended. Why don't you expand? That's so boring. But to me, maybe that's my fault. Because you could be like, no, we actually just opened a gym in Garden Grove. And like, okay, sunk, and I helped me, build that me, gym from the ground Let up. me, let me, let's, let's roll reverse. Okay. Oh, God, okay. Um, Am I playing you or just me? Just be you. Okay? okay. And then I feel like this is what dating etiquette is. Okay. okay. So Shane, tell me, what do you do on your free time? Like, what do you do to have fun? Well, I've recently gotten back into the gym and I've oh been my doing gosh. that a lot. Has it been hard? So hard. Well, like, because I feel like with quarantine, like... It's really like, it, I feel like I've felt kind of yeah. lame too, but do you go to the gym to the gym or? Yeah. In Huntington beach, it's LA fitness. Oh, ah, I, yeah. I used to go to LA fitness and how often do you go? Like four or five times a week. Are you trying to get to like a certain body size? Mm, not body size, but I want to feel like I'm not struggling at the gym when I go. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if I were to go back to the gym, I would be dying. Mm. Cause I was like running the other day and I couldn't even get a mile. <laughs> it's so bad. Do you think he was nervous? See, thank you. Like, look, that's how you keep a conversation going. Like, I don't give a shit, as y'all know, about you going to the motherfucking gym, okay? Yeah. I don't give a shit about the gym. <laughs> but me taking interest into what you're saying and kind of, like, letting you express what you're doing and giving you a, a space to, like, express yourself, I'm like, yeah, that's what people do. And maybe if people don't... I actually thought right now in that scenario you were being him. No. I thought you were being him. No, you were I'm being forceful. me. Oh, okay yeah okay well that's what i'm saying like that's how it should have gone again let me let me say that's not how it should have gone but i find attraction to when the conversation goes and you don't feel like oh okay what are we gonna talk about next because that's what it felt like where it was like it just kind of ended and then i didn't know where to take it so i just kept asking the same 
circling around the same questions. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to give an example because I don't want you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I don't want to get too personal because I I really don't want this person to think that it was a bad date. Um, if it was a date, but it was just very that where I just felt like it kind of died and he could have been nervous. I said that yeah. in the first thing. Cause like when, like for me, when things are quiet, I don't care. Like I'll just stare at you and wait for like someone to have a thought. But I felt like when it got quiet, he was like, Oh um, yeah. And like would say little things like quick little things to like, not make it awkward. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. And it made me, I, maybe I'm an asshole. Cause I kind of like when people get awkward to see how they interact, mm-hmm. but I was just like, just smiling and not saying anything yeah but i don't know he's also somewhat i i wouldn't call him an awkward person but he has awkward mannerisms oh for sure for sure just in like following him online and that's not like it's not off-putting to me i agree but like that is something about him where i don't even think it would take a date scenario for you to feel that for sure with him it's also so weird to me because and i know we're talking about an online persona so Mm -hmm. like this that you know that's not like a a tell-all of somebody's actual personality but i feel like he's a very confident person in the way he looks and in like i don't know i feel like when somebody has confidence they don't necessarily need to like push that on somebody else i agree so and again like i don't i i this is me just analyzing it based off of an outsider because i mm -hmm. we're friends but i don't know him in like a dating sense or in a deep sense and like that's that's the thing but i also feel like like you're saying like i think on the outside he likes to be presented as a confident person but Mm -hmm. then when i was talking to him on the things i was like oh there's little things you're doing that you are writing a narrative in your own head that you're assuming i'm assuming of you Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah like if it got awkward i don't find it awkward and i don't care but i think in his head he's like oh my god i have to say something because i don't want this to be awkward you know what i mean where it almost Mm. felt i don't want to say insecure because i'm not going to put that on him again we didn't have this conversation just me looking at it but i was like yeah that's kind of like an insecurity and even some of the conversations we got into i was like oh yeah you're not as confident as you let on which i wasn't expecting him to be but then also i'm like maybe my personality is just really strong to the point where people feel like nervous Mm -hmm. but i i literally don't know but it was it was nice and i ended up paying which was kind of annoying because i think the last time we got together i paid but like if you're not pulling your card out right away i'm yeah. not gonna sit here and be awkward did he like make a thing of you paying no he didn't say anything well he was just like oh i'll pay for the tip and i was like oh it's okay i already put the tip in he's like wait you did i was like yeah he's like oh okay thank you mm. but like dating 101 this is a really good way to get a second date what the fuck do i know well actually i've always had a good second you've date. said this before yeah but if if you're deci- deciding to pay, be like, oh, I got it. And the next time you can pay. So then yeah. that already Did lets you say home. that? No. Oh, you don't want a second date? No. You should text him and ask for sex. Oh, my God. Okay. Why not? Why not? Yeah. That's true. But wh- like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just move on. We can get into it later. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's going on with me. Okay. <laughs> Going back off of what we were saying, I guess we can talk about my sexual journey. Yeah. You know how I said earlier that I'm like trying to explore that and I feel weird and awkward and I was like talking to other flight attendants about it and trying to get 
I guess an outsider standpoint to maybe understand why I feel the way I do by other people's experiences, if that makes sense. Mm. Cause I'm like, maybe someone else went through the same experience and then they understand why they feel that way. And then maybe they can give me some advice as to why that is the case. But I was like, Oh, on this motherfucking layover, I'm going to have some sex. Okay? okay. This past trip. Yeah. This past trip. The first layover city was Vegas. Okay. And you know, I have some history there, mm-hmm. but I didn't reach out to that history. By the time I got to Vegas, I was so over it. <laughs> I was like, I'm meeting going somebody? to... somebody? Huh? Like meeting up with someone? Yeah, meeting up with someone. And then I was like having this like really big moment of like, oh my God, like what happens if I get Corona or like X, Y, and Z? So I was like, oh, hell no. So then I was like, you know yeah, what? Well, yeah, Vegas can be kind of dodgy right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> and so then I was like, oh, okay, I'm in Minneapolis. You know how I love those country boys yeah. that have dirty fingernails, yeah. a little rugged. Like you could potentially smell bad, but like mm-hmm. let's hope not. I was like, let me fucking do the deed in Minneapolis, right? But then the thought of like how that would play out really stressed me out. Why? I don't know. It was like, it was almost like, um, how do I get on Grindr and then reach out to someone to say, let's come over to my hotel room. But then I'm like that, like if I was, we'll see, I don't know. Cause I can't based off of how I am as on the receiving end. Cause I wouldn't drive to someone's random hotel room to hook up. But like everybody does. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then I started thinking like, well, do I even have a good, good enough picture of myself that people will want to come? Yeah. I think this is like coming from such a lack of confidence, not in who you are, but in experience with this situation. So, oh, a hundred percent. And so like, you need to own one moment and be like, I'm a bad bitch. I'm a sexy ass <laughs> bitch. I'm going to give it to this guy. Should I just be like, gobble be swallow me, drip down the side of me? That should be a like, little grinder um, like profile intro. Like, gobble me, swallow me. So then I was thinking with the guy that I was dating, I was like, yeah, I would I would hook up with him. If if not dating. I keep saying dating, but... Went on the date. Yeah, right? just yeah. for the sake of this conversation, the yeah. person I went on a date with, whether it was a date or not, I don't know. But I was like, oh, let me see if there could be something there, like sex or something. And... I don't know what it is, but the thought of going into it, I was like, yeah, sex could be nice. And Mm -hmm. then talking to this person, I was like, I don't know if I want sex, actually. But, like, separate those. He could be really good at sex and just, like, not great otherwise. Or anybody really could be. Yeah. But, like I said earlier, like, I have to be in the moment to be sexual. Because if I premeditate sex, it's not going to happen. But don't you feel like, okay, I because I, too, go through moments where I'm like, sex is the last thing I want. And I almost resent. Like if say Russell and I start messing around, I almost start resenting him thinking like, I wouldn't be in this situation if you weren't in my room right now. And I'm mad at you for like instigating for us to like have sex because I didn't want it to begin with. (laughs) Like I'm saying I go through moments where like I could care less if I have sex or not. Right. And then like you're, you're having sex in the, because the other person's needs need to be met. Yeah. yeah, 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 Like I want to be in this. Yeah. And it's not because I'm not into him or like anything to do with that. It's just like, I just didn't, I maybe just wanted to go to sleep or like I just shower and I, the last thing I want to do is like get cum all over. Like, I just don't want to, you know, but with that being said, I also feel like sometimes having sex once will get like the snowball rolling and it will just create this avalanche of like sexual desire and need. Mm-hmm. And maybe you need to like ignite that. Well, cause that's where I feel like I'm, I'm at right now where I don't want a relationship and I don't mean that in yeah, the sense fine. of like, I'm not Oh, saying a relationship. well no. Cause you know, people are like, I don't want to be in a relationship, but then deep down there's like hidden trauma where you're mm-hmm. like, I need someone yeah. like I really am in the position. If a relationship showed up that was healthy, I would a hundred percent want it. But mm-hmm. I currently do not want a relationship. Yeah. And that's why I think sex would be the best for me right now because I think I could have that 
no strings attached kind of situation. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I would ever put myself in that situation. But again, I, I do agree with you that if the snowball went rolling, bitch, ready for this avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you better run from the top of that mountain. That's a cute drag name. <laughs> what? Avalanche? Ava Lanch? Ava Lanch? Yeah, like Ava, A-V-A, and then Lanch. But where, I don't or get Lanche. it. Avalanche. I know, but what does that, how's the Like how cute, how that you just pun? take one word and you divide it to two names. <laughs> no. Like, that is so cute. Avalanche? Or Aval- Avalanche? <laughs> cute! <laughs> the um, house of alps <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't i think you should just try once okay let's name some people that you think i could do it with no i want you to find a stranger oh i want you to do it with random people okay okay and here's the thing like <laughs> okay 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 oh, oh yeah random okay so i should download grinder while we're here yeah, you should. Should I? Should we start a new segment <laughs> on this podcast? Mm. <laughs> like it's, uh, my sex capades. Yeah, <laughs> I just like throw myself in awkward, awkward, as awkward as I probably will feel about it. Mm-hmm. Fucking situations, and then I just sit there and talk about it with you guys. Yeah, and be like, oh my god, he showed up, and I shit myself, and he had to go Ew. home. You know the worst. You know you got. I would also say like, I think I I know that you're saying you don't want nor need a relationship, but I think that you should be open to the possibility if it naturally occurred. Oh, no, 100%. Okay. 100%. Because to be honest, like, and he knows to this day, Russell was a fuckboy when I met him. Yeah. I was in this, like, slutty, because before Russell, I had hooked up with a few other, not strangers, but people that I didn't want anything with, but he was just out of my breakup, and I was like, I need to go out and, like, just have fun because mm-hmm. I can't dwell on sadness. And Russell was the one that, like, continuously put in the effort and yeah. and put the, uh, the step forward to, like, go out of his way to get to know me and let me know that he's like interested. Yeah. And I sort of like went along with it for a while, but all that to say, I think you should allow yourself the opportunity if it arose, but not to say like go into it looking for yeah. that. Well, two things I think for you, it's easier for you to go from one relationship to the next, because I think you have a lower barometer of your needs, but not in the sense that you're like, we'll pick anyone, but I think you naturally gravitate, gravitate towards feeling loved and wanting to give love. So it's easy for you to just be, in those situations but for me and again when i say this is going to be the opposite but i don't mean you lack these qualities it's just a different idea about it and i only preface with this because i want people to know i'm not offending you Mm. because i don't want you to take this in the wrong way but for me i'm like completely content with who i am and like masturbating and going to bed rather than like Mm. spending energy to put towards another relationship but you still go through moments of loneliness a hundred percent but i think the difference is that i can correct my mind to be like yeah i'm lonely but i'll figure it out somewhere else like that sounds so sad it is (laughs) it is sad because i think you're using that judgment off of a scale of how you would feel but for me i get why you're saying that's sad because i think if you explain it it sounds sad but for me i don't see it as a sadness because the thought of me being irritated to put energy into relationship to make it work makes me feel like ugh, i don't even want to deal with it and i had this conversation with um another friend too where i was like me and him are very similar in that where it's like we're so fine and content being with ourselves like going to the movies by ourselves or like eating by ourselves Mm -hmm. or literally taking a trip by ourselves doing whatever by ourselves if we want to do something we just do it on our own us doing that 
there like if we were to be like hey i'm gonna do this and a friend was and i was like oh we should do this together and the friend was like i don't really want to do that i would still be like okay well i'm gonna do it so if you want to come come along but if mm-hmm. not don't worry about it and it's a lot of times i already have these things planned out but i'm like oh it'd be nice to have this person come along if they don't it doesn't ruin my plan do you mm-hmm. get what i'm saying yeah. would rather other people plan it with someone else in the hopes that i'm creating that experience with someone else and if they don't want to go i don't even want to go either because that experience is the two of us and because i feel like that's kind of how i live my life um again probably from my parents dynamic and all that stuff and just being kind of like a lone wolf in my early 20s i feel like i've had to figure out ways to make myself feel happy and successful which i think is why a lot of people always say you need to date yourself and i feel like i've been dating myself for a long time for me not to feel like i need to be outside of that Mm -hmm. being outside of relationship with myself that anything that pulls me outside my relationship with myself i'm kind of like ugh, this is annoying rather than being like oh my god so i think i'm open to it i mean i guess people can argue that i'm not open to it if i'm Mm -hmm. acting if i see it that way but i i think the openness is there has to be someone that makes it feel like it's worth leaving or giving more time to and i don't feel like i've had that because i feel like i've been open to things uh, with like going on dates and stuff and be like, oh, this could be fun. This could be fun. And then it just doesn't go anywhere. Like the most recent date, I'm not cutting it off, but there's still time. I, I just feel like, I don't know if I would be as open as you probably would with someone like Russell where I'm like, oh yeah. Cause I'm like, bitch, mm-hmm. you better come with all of the things in order for me to feel like, oh yeah, I, I, I would love to be with you. It'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is fun, but it's just sex. And I would almost take the good bits, but I'm like, I don't want to deal with the bad bits. So because we're not together, I don't have to deal with it. I just haven't found someone with all the good bits. And I want all the good bits. Is that too much to ask? Yeah. That is a lot to ask. Yeah. This is why I'm single, though. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. it Are you? D- yeah, I do think I'm okay with it. Hmm. Would I rather have a partner? Yes. Because I think it'd be nice to, like, come home to someone ha- and have dinner ready. Or, like, not have to worry about paying my mortgage. Or... So you want a sugar daddy. <laughs> it, literally. It, and that's what's weird. is because most people think emotionally... They want someone there. I don't think emotionally. I just think of like logistics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, I want something to eat. I don't have to think about it. Yeah. I want, I want to not have to work. So yeah, I but don't that's have to not a relationship. It. That's a servant. I know. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> well, then you should get back with Kyle. Okay. So, oh, true. <laughs> Servants, though, mind you, this makes sense. My love language is acts of service. Mm. So I think for that, most people, I feel like their love language is words of affirmation which is why i think emotionally people need that that closeness where they're like babe i love you i'm so happy to be with you i'm so happy to be here in this moment together when i'm like bitch shut up nigga like duh you're happy hello you're here like girl bye you don't need to say that to me Mm -hmm. if you weren't here i would assume you weren't happy so you're fine but then if you were to go out of your way to do something for me that's why i'm like yeah so like yeah i'm looking for a motherfucking servant but i think that's fair right Like an act of service, if that's important Well, to if me. you can find somebody who's okay with being the servant, then yeah, it's okay. They, uh, uh, let me let me reframe. I don't need a servant in the sense that they're the only ones giving and I just take. Yeah. I'm just as much of a servant to them. Think about anyone in our lives, right? No, like I'm always giving. Yeah. Always. And people are like, wait, why are you buying me this? I'm like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about money. Just take it. You yeah. know? I literally don't care about shit. And I always do stuff for people without expecting something back. Mm-hmm. So it definitely is a reciprocal thing. Like I want to be a servant to someone and I want someone to be a servant to me, but I want them to want to be a servant. I don't want them to be a servant because that's what they think they should be. I'd rather it be authentic Mm -hmm. because I think that's another red flag on that date where I didn't feel like I was getting an authentic person Mm -hmm. again, nerves, all that play into it. So I'm not 
saying that it's an end-all be-all but these are just things that i'm being very candid about Mm -hmm. and open right now where i was like yeah these are things i'm acknowledging and noticing but then it's like more of a reflection on myself being like oh i didn't know that that was important to me well this is probably why you should date young because you can just mold them into whatever you want (laughs) honestly well my psychic told me it's gonna be i know and my psychic said that by the end of the year i'm gonna have someone so (laughs) where you at boo make it to me well you won't if you keep writing everybody off right go away (laughs) Shoo, 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 shoo. <laughs> and this is why people Eep are like shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> this is why flight attendants will like fly with me they're like why don't why aren't you with someone like you're funny well that's you, the other thing like as a flight attendant you have a great setup oh 100 like i to could be have, in a relationship where you're like oh i gotta work for six yeah, days straight yeah and it'd be like the perfect ideal situation are, like are you kidding me i'm so ready for russell to start flying again <laughs> no i only see him two days a week anyways yeah. but I like that setup. I agree. I like that he has something to do Monday through Friday. I don't see him. He'll FaceTime me through Mm -hmm. the day and stuff. But like our obligations during the week are to ourselves and then and maintaining like our relationship. But the weekends are like our time together. We do what we want to do, which is normally nothing, but it's just spending time together. And then we go back to doing our our lives. Which is, I think, the best way to live in a relationship because you have an opportunity to miss the person. Mm -hmm. Then when you are together all of that quantity becomes quality and you're like actually present rather than just being together because you live together or being together because you're obligated. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm choosing to come to you to spend this moment together. We should spend it together. And I think yeah. it's more quality. It's so crazy to me to see that we're still highlighting like breakups amongst people. Like I just saw, um, do you know Olivia Wilde, the actress? Mm-hmm. Her and Jake and Jake and her and Jason Sudeikis have been together for seven years Mm -hmm. and they never got married. They were engaged, I believe, um, but they have two kids and they split up. And it's so weird to me that like, we're not talking about or like praising almost the fact that like they didn't get married. Like they decided to like build their lives the way that a married couple would. But now at the end of their relationship, they get to be like, we can learn how to Mm co-parent, but like we don't have to go through this nasty messiness of like divorce and everything that brings. Because I think there's so much to be said about this evolution of the progression of relationships. Mm -hmm. And I love the idea of not pressuring a relationship to jump to marriage because I think that starts to pressurize what you're building with somebody in a way that you don't need to. Right. Because I think with with marriage, and I always say this, is that when you're married, there's almost like an obligation to just Mm -hmm. have to be there and there's no identity of choice. Yeah. And in that situation with those two celebrities, they chose to be together. They chose to keep continue to be together. They mm-hmm. chose to have a kid. They chose to have two kids. They chose to, you know, create a life. And when that no longer is working, I think it's fair for each person to be like, hey, I'm not willing to show up for you anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think it goes in that context. Right, right, but right. I'm like, these are the things I need. If that's not happening, then I should be able to exit out. Yeah. And like, till death do us part my ass. Like, that is so fucking bullshit. Well, I mean, that's the other thing. That's the other aspect to that that storyline is there's marriage is a religious sacrament. So I think with my lack of religion in my life, I don't gravitate towards that where I'm like, I want everything that comes with marriage. I like the idea of what a partner or husband or whatever Mm -hmm. is for you brings to the table. But I would just find that in like a boyfriend or a partner, however you want to label it. Yeah, especially, I mean, again, we've talked about this before, but as gay men, we can write our own rules. Yeah. You know, Russell and I have talked about open relationships and, and whatnot for us. Yeah. Um, and what works and what doesn't. And that's just because we can. 
But also, I think it's a new generational way of dating as well. Yeah. yeah. Because I think for us, you've had you've been close to certain people in your life, and then as things change, whether you move, get a new mm-hmm. job, whatever, you don't feel as close to them, and there's that ebb and flow. And I feel like that can go into a deep relationship too, where. Mm-hmm you love someone and then all of a sudden you get into a new job or meet new set of friends that change your outlook or change your mind or open your perspective or whatever the case is, get more religious, get less religious. And then you start changing your worldview. And if the person isn't on board, I don't think you should have to have to stay with them. Mm -hmm. And if you need a second to just separate, to then come back together, because then you both needed to go through a journey to learn how to love each other again. I think that's completely fair. And honestly more mature than you trying to like make it work Mm -hmm. when you both in that moment are, aren't equipped with the tools and like, things communication styles to like navigate yeah. that you know i've heard from uh, two friends in particular recently that have talked about the ends of their relationship providing more relief to their state of mind than stress yeah and i'm like well i think that's a sign for you 100 percent. but like lean into that yeah you know don't ignore it and be like i want to make it work because I think-, I think we feel the pressure to make it work right but it's okay like what you were just saying to acknowledge the idea of us separating is a little freeing to me. I agree. And there's something to be said for that. Right. And maybe it doesn't have to be like a permanent break, but maybe you do need just space, right. you know? That's the other thing is, I think, depending on, you know, the type of relationship that you're in, we tend to feel so bound to somebody. And what we were just talking about with that separation, the, mm-hmm. ability, the ability to miss somebody, I think is so key where... I don't feel that way at all with Russell. Like I feel like I've had my space and my freedom to do what I want to do. And I've been very honest and upfront with him in, in terms of maintaining a conversation of like, I want to do this like with my friends or by myself or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's never been like a, a guilt trip for that. Right. You know, and I'm so appreciative of that because that's where relationships start to go askew is when you start to feel like, somebody's pressuring you in, or like twisting your arm to spend time with them. Yeah. And I'm like, you shouldn't have to spend every time, every moment with them, no. you know? And it's the same thing of what you said, where when you ended, it almost feels like there's this release mm-hmm. because if you're not making someone happy or they're not making you happy, why would you continue to let that continue? Yeah. It's like with anything else. If like you get mm-hmm. cut and you're hurt, you're going to want to heal. Yeah. And it sounds so, elementary to say it that way but it it, like i feel like we forget that yeah and um just recently i've had like a whole bunch of deep conversations with friends Mm -hmm. about divorce and some have actually gotten divorced Mm -hmm. and i feel like they have the same realization where it's like i almost feel happier and i'm Mm -hmm. like you do because now you don't feel like the pressure of trying to make it work when all of a sudden you're doing it for the sake of like not looking dumb but you look dumb when you are unhappy Mm -hmm. (laughs) well i think yeah i mean I'm only going to speak on her behalf because she's very open and talking about it. And I know she would love to be on the podcast, so I may have a conversation with her in a future date. But Abby has talked often about how by the time she was signing her divorce agreement, she wanted to let, she was like, I don't want anything but the dog. You can have everything, including like family, family stuff uh, that was like passed down. She's like, I don't want to fight you for it. I just want to be by myself. Yeah. Um, And I think that that is, a, a reminder of how deep we let ourselves fall yeah. into relationships and the idea that we have to make them work and you know right and going back to why i brought up olivia and jason the celebrities and them breaking up is like i think we should be focused less on the fact that people broke up because i think that's such a more naturalized conversation today at least for us generationally mm-hmm. speaking than the fact that like wow they maintained a relationship for seven years yeah. with two kids and right. like 
you know, now they're making like an adult decision, right. you know? Um, it's like that thing or it's like, why sad? Why are you sad that it ended? Be happy that it happened. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I was on the jump seat doing a jump seat confessional with mm. one of the flight attendants that I was with. Mm-hmm. And when you're flying with these people, you fly with the same crew for like three, four days. So you're with each other like eight hours a day. Yeah. And clearly you get into deep shit when you're around each other that much. Mm-hmm. I just met this woman and she told me she was single for 24 years. Wow. Yeah. And then she started dating someone for two months and then it ended Mm. and she was so upset and all of a sudden she started coming at me with all these like emotions where i was like mm. oh, okay this is like spillover yeah it's avalanche if you will <laughs> avalanche <laughs> avalanche yeah <laughs> and i was like oh yeah this is gonna be cathartic for her like yeah. luckily i'm here bored miss I- avalanche <laughs> i love it yes, come 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 yeah because it's an avalanche of yes, emotion yes come my yes. little snow angels yes. fall, fall on me I suffocate me with your problems <laughs> and as she was i was like oh shit yeah <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I felt bad because, well, I didn't feel bad. I felt bad for her like in an empathetic way, but I felt good for her because I was like, yeah, bitch, get it out. But Mm -hmm. it's crazy, not crazy, but it's funny how she's clearly older than me. I don't know exactly how much older, but it would be safe to assume that I could be one of her kids, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the case, but I know she has kids and I could probably be one of them. I've had these situations so much, but it's so, this one, you know, you're an adult, you know what I mean? Cause like you think, oh, because they're older, there's that respect thing. And then mm-hmm. you're like, oh wait, no, they're just as human and just as yeah. like, they have the same problem, not but the they same problems, but you to see that. Yes. Yeah. And like, I was so grateful for her letting me into this portion of her life, even though I was a little bit overwhelmed, but mm. I was like, damn. And it was nice to see that like, even at that age, and I don't say that in like a direct, like a mean way where I'm like, yeah. even at that age, <laughs> but like literally like. I think we don't give ourselves enough grace because we really think, oh, we should have our shit together. And she kept putting things out there that she's like, I can't believe I'm in this situation at this age. I can't believe this is going through at this age. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, girl, let that shit go. Like, no one gives a shit how old you are. Like, it was like, oh, I'm too old for this. I'm too old for Mm -hmm. that, whatever. But I only bring this up because I feel like with her, I could tell that she didn't date herself. Uh. And the things that she was saying she wished the guy would give to her and and why she was so upset that it ended, I was like... He would never be that person for you. So mm-hmm. why are you trying to put him in that position yeah. for you to then be Because be there's a fear that she's never going to find anybody who will go as far as he did with her or further. Well, so then that's what we got at. Uh-huh. By day three of my avalanche journey, okay, my my mm-hmm. 12-step program, <laughs> what we found out is that, and this is what I said, I was like, what I think you thought was that the narrative you told yourself about what this potentially could be felt so much greater to you because you have been wanting this for 24 mm-hmm. years that you finally got a taste of it. And now you're like, oh my God. But I was like, I don't think this, this person was for you to be your forever. I think this right. person was for you to feel intrigued again about going back out there because I was like, everything you were telling me told me why you couldn't do this. Right. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm too old to be dating. I'm too old to be having sex again. And da, 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 da. But then at the end of the, the three day trip, she's like, you know what? I'm not. Mm. She's like, I just honestly wish I could have sex again. She's like, I'm not that kind of person. I was like, girl, same. Like, I'm trying to be a hoe too. So I get that struggle. Yeah. Like, you don't want to. But then I'm like, even if you were a hoe, who gives a shit? Like, yeah. what, what what are people going to say? You a hoe? Okay, well, are they paying your bills? No. Okay, bye. And so then we were having that mutual bond where I was like, yeah, we need to let that go. But then I was like, why don't you just like use a toy? And she's like, mm. wait, I didn't think of that. And I was like, 
oh my God, these people really mm-hmm. like, you know how we're so open about bullshit yeah. and we're like, yeah, I got fisted on the weekend. Like whatever. <laughs> oh my God. He spit in my mouth, choked me and I was like getting a bloody nose. Uh, and so then, um, when I was having this conversation with her, that was another moment where I was like, okay, this is weird, but I kind of am here for it. Yeah. I was like, I'm literally talking to this woman about her sex life that mm-hmm. we don't know each other. And look at me here, putting it out on the podcast. <laughs> Mind you, I didn't say your name, so it could be any flight attendant, but I've been in a lot of situations like that, and it was a very human experience. Mm -hmm. What reminded me of like, wow, why can't we all just like let the bullshit go? But I was like giving her all this advice, and I recommended the Buddhist boot camp book Mm -hmm. that I've said on the podcast before, and she was like, holy shit, this is exactly what I needed to hear, and I was like, Mm -hmm. I know. And then she was like saying all this other stuff, and I was like the person to fix all her problems, and I was like, oh, good. But yeah, she walked away a lot happier. And I was like, bitch, why can't you fucking fix my problems? Okay? I fucking <laughs> She's like, thanks so much. Bye. <laughs> she's like on Grindr like, herself. Got a jet. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. But oh. why is it that love is like always a common thread that we feel like we need as people? Well, because it's the most. At every age. It's the most basic essence of human existence. Yeah. And, and before you get into it, she also was talking about problems she had with her parents and why she feels the way she does mm-hmm. going into her adult life. And I'm like, see, that's some fucked up trauma. But I, yeah. the outlook is not good for me. <laughs> but you were saying that relationships are the essence. Love. Love mm-hmm. is the, the essence of human existence. Yeah. Like it is, it's the one commonal, commonality that we all feel and experience, whether you're talking about family partner like romantic whatever level or boundary of love you are experiencing we all know it and understand it to a degree but the other the the flip side of that is we don't understand it we don't know how to navigate through it because despite the thousands if not millions of songs that have been written about it or love stories that we've seen or read about we we see all these different interpretations and everybody goes through the same fucking issues with it but like it always feels different when you're in it. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's so overpowering that even the smartest of people don't know how to take that on and be like, no, I know how to get through this, yeah. you know, because you don't, you just have to get through it in whatever way that means. But one thing I've been talking about with a friend or was talking about was Ben Platt, who I've talked about before, he did his Netflix special and one of his songs in it is grow as we go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, the reason that song stands out to me so much, and it's not my favorite song by any means of him, of his, but what the song talks about is oftentimes we use the need for our growth as an excuse to get out of a relationship. And he's like, I really hope that I can find somebody that will allow me to be with him through that growth. A hundred percent. Like, cause I'm going to grow too. Like, that's the thing. We all continuously evolve through our entire lives. Like she, the, the flight attendant you were talking to is going through an evolution of herself right now at whatever age she is, just as she was 10 years and 20 years Mm -hmm. before, but it's, it's finding somebody who is willing to allow us to continue to do that and will allow us to be a part of their growth. Yeah. Instead of using it as a crutch to be like, Oh, this doesn't feel comfortable anymore. I'm out. Right. But I think the difference between that is that, you do have to find that give and take with someone who is willing to allow you to grow. Because Mm -hmm. I think if you Mm -hmm. feel the growth and you're not using it as an excuse to get out, but because you feel stunted, I think that is completely valid. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. That's why I feel like I'm a fucking catch. And like, what the fuck? Why aren't people dating me? Not that I actually like ruminate on that Mm -hmm. idea. Cause I know I'm a catch and you don't have to tell me, bitch, I got a big head. I get it. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, whoever the fuck this next bitch is going to be, they're going to be so motherfucking lucky because straight up, I'm not even kidding, bitch, we about to fucking, you know, bloom. 
Bloom. Okay? Bloom. Because I really don't give a shit what anybody else does. Uh-huh. And, and even in a relationship, I'm like, yeah, fucking experience life without me or with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Either way, just experience life. We can yeah. have a difference in opinion. We can grow. We Like, la di da da So where you at? What's up? Where you at? What's up? What's up? Where you at? <laughs> well, now rounding back to the start of this whole conversation, that's what you need to find sexually. Yeah. You need to take that confidence and be like, whoever this next lucky ass bitch is. Wait, should I read what I wrote down as like a dating, like what I want? Yeah. Let, let me put that out in the universe, okay? You dating guys, or sex? Uh, well, I mean both. But if it comes sex first and the dating later, I'm fine with that. But this is what I said. And this is... When? How? Where? Okay. Who was the audience? So this was 34 weeks ago. I only say this that. was your Instagram story. Yes, I remember. But I'm gonna put it out there because no, I'm gonna fine. put it out on the universe. Yeah. So if you're listening and you know someone or you are that someone, well, actually, I don't want to say that because what happens if they fucking send someone? They're like, I think you'll get along with this person, and then they're like, Not nah, my, you know, I'm like, like just because he's gay. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I don't, I'm not going to have sex with that. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so if you're listening and this intrigues anything inside of you. Please reach out, okay? I will say that this was an exercise that I went through in therapy, and I think I've mentioned it on the podcast. She was like, you're very good at putting things into the universe, and what is that called? Um, Manifesting. Thank you. That's the term. Manifesting your positive outlook or manifesting your life. And she's like, that's what you're going to do is manifest. What about like Miss Manny Fester? (laughs) Welcome to the stage, Manny Fester. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, Harry. But long story short, let me just go into it. Uh It's pretty long. Sorry, guys, but I'll just try to be quick with it. So here goes. I was given the task to actively conceptualize my quote unquote ideal love. I was told to write with this in mind, this or something better for the highest good of all concerned. On this journey of self-growth, mental stability, and being a bad bitch, I took this assignment seriously We drew a heart with the word I am written in the middle. Every extension of this heart exemplifies a quality of the person I am going to love. I felt compelled to share. So here we go. I am with a man who is aware of his inner identity. He understands his triggers and knows when he is projecting his own insecurities into situations. When we argue, we understand the basis of emotion and how to navigate through those thoughts. We admit when we are wrong and take accountability for our own actions. Physical abuse is obvious abuse. Emotional abuse should be just as obvious. We would never want to physically hit each other. With that comparison, we should never want to throw emotional punches. We work towards having emotional abuse be as obvious as physical abuse. My goal is to never hurt him, and I expect his goal to be the same. When hurt is experienced, we actively listen to each other as we express our pain. Thank you for understanding me. I am joking with this man I choose to love because nothing is off limits. We joke because that's our love language. We make fun of each other knowing love is the basis of our relationship. We understand each other's boundaries and limits. I love the way you take a scenario and exaggerate reality until we laugh uncontrollably. We are hysterically laughing so much so that the simple act of looking at each other makes us fall deeper into laughter. We call each other stupid and ugly because no other words can express how much we care for each other. I hate that I love you so much. It's annoying. I am with a man who is just as driven as I am. We are passionate about the places we put our energy and we want our focus projects to be flourished. We take pride in how we are as people and want to offer our best selves by doing and being more. We sit together and meditate about our current life and continue to actively seek ways of being better for each other and for the people we interact with. I love who I am with you. I am with a man who understands the importance of expansion and growth. 
He continually throws himself into the unfamiliar. We live in a state of slight discomfort because that's where we thrive. He desires to expand emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. We experience life through being in unfamiliar situations. We travel to destinations we've never been. We actively participate in things that make us excitedly scared. He gets me out of my comfort zone because watching me grow makes him fall deeper in love. We chase the unfamiliar in hopes of discovering more about our reality with and within each other. I love how he takes the time to learn something new since he has the time to do it. We never say we are bored because boredom is a sign of not trying hard enough. We mutually understand the deep sentiment of that statement. Life with each other is worth exploring. I love you more because you make me more. I am actively receiving love from my partner. Love is not passive. We choose to be with each other and understand the fragility of that choice. We continually check in with each other and ask, are you choosing me? Since I know my emotions fluctuate and love is hard, he continues to remind me the choices he makes to support me, which brings me back to our foundation, our home, our love. We make acting in love our choice of interaction. We do not say, I love you. We say, I choose you. I'm with a man who understands why I do not want kids. We both understand the people in our life need our attention. There are plenty of opportunities for us to exercise our parental guidance through love and support with the chosen kids in our lives. We create a safe space to help foster young minds and hearts. I love this family we created. I am with the man who understands emotional struggle. We speak openly and honestly about the hardships of life, understanding our gratitude for resilience and stability. We understand how emotional agility is the key to life. He shares stories about hardships, and this reassures me that as long as we have each other, home is always near. I love the support you give me. I am with a man who understands the importance of communication and word choice. If clarification is needed, he asks for it. We actively steer away from believing unsaid narratives in our head that do not reflect our reality. I love him because he is the clarity of my mind. When I doubt myself, my life, us, we speak openly. The story I'm telling myself is. I am with the man who understands my needs without me having to ask. He gets me dinner when I have a busy day. He completes the things I need to get done because he wants to support me. He hears me when I tell him the things I do not like. He understands that these are the ways that I feel his love. He looks me in the eyes, kisses me with full eye contact, and tells me I am happy to be here with you. This shows me I am important to him. He touches me in subtle ways because he wants to remind me I am here. Our pinkies intertwine as we walk. He softly rubs the back of my arm just below my shoulder. He grazes his index finger on the top of my thigh. He plays with my hand as we sit and talk. This shows me I am not alone. In the morning, we remain in bed staring into each other's eyes, not wanting the moment to end. I give him a subtle smirk. He smiles back. Everything is being said without anything being said. I cry because I know I am loved. Okay, I am so sorry that was so long. <laughs> as I was reading it, I was like, oh, fuck, there's more. Oh, shit, there's more. <laughs> oh, okay, fuck, there's more. so three thoughts on it. Uh-huh. First of all, strong start with the taking it really seriously and then calling yourself a bad bitch. <laughs> Second of all, that's one of the most profound things I think I've ever seen you write. Mm. Or one of the most profound ways I've ever seen you express yourself. Sure. The third thing is listening into that makes me feel like part of you is giving an unfair chance to whoever that person is by relishing and doing all of those things by yourself or allowing all of your best friends to take that role. What do you mean by that? I think that the way that you just described that person is the way that you already live your life. A hundred percent. So there's no need for that person, which makes me feel like you'll never care to really find it. And you see now my conundrum because <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying is like, I feel loved in my life. 
yeah. from the family that I created, from yeah. the people I put in my life, from the things that I felt like I was missing. And I've worked really hard over the course of the past 10 yeah. and a half years to get to this point where I feel like I'm a full realized human being for my own self, right? Like I know how to support myself. So that's why I feel like it's very hard for this person, this hypothetical person to come in mm -hmm. because exactly that. I don't think this person's going to feel like there's a place for them in my life, but I want them to feel that there's just this love inside of me where they're like, I still want to be a part of that because I know he doesn't need me, but I want to be there for him. Because that's that's the whole idea of choice, right? Where I'm like, oh, you're still choosing to be by my side even though you know that I don't need you here. And yeah. I think that it would take a very, very strong individual to realize, yeah, he doesn't need me. And that's the kind of person I would want to date is someone who does not need me, but I just bring that extra oomph into their life. And again, with that said, that doesn't mean that we can't rely on each other. But if I wasn't there, would they still be okay? If the answer is yes, that's the relationship I want. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'll ever find that because like you said, and like I said earlier, that's my problem <laughs> is that I, I don't look for it because everything that I'm looking for, I already have, which mm -hmm. thank God I'm so grateful for. But then also when I look back on my life, but I have it because I put those there. Yeah. But that's cheating a, a one partner person like out of that opportunity. Right. Yeah. But even when I say that, who, 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 what, who going to be that? Well, I'm saying... A lot of people could if you gave them the opportunity, but you're not, you're not, in your words, needing somebody to do that. So, like, there's not a, a pressure to find it or yeah. allow someone all of those opportunities to be all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should just download Grindr. All right. Support that. <laughs> burp into the mic and then start <laughs> i put my fist between my microphone and my mouth like it was like blocking the sound mm. i know that my in season this week is the complete antithesis of what it should be right now given the pandemic but hosting like being a <laughs> like bottom who can host is my <laughs> fucking in season no um i have this like maternal okay, need bitch. to I like have people over for like Thanksgiving and I'm like already literally I've already started texting people about New Year's because I'm like what's everybody doing can I get a small group of people here? like I'm I don't know why but today I was at Trader Joe's and I bought two cute little um olive wood serving like bowls uh -huh. because oh I my, saw those, those yeah because cute. Miles came over and he made like a whole charcuterie board and he goes oh do you guys have like any little um what are those ramekins? He's like, do you have any ramekins for like the olives and the pickles? And I was like, oh, we have like, look at, look like at this, cereal bowls. Look at this white culture going off. I know. <laughs> he's black, bitch. I know, but, but he's white. <laughs> yeah. But in my mind, I was like, I want those. I want to like be able to serve olives in a cute dish to like a cute <laughs> little cocktail party of mine. Which and, is so ironic because I was like, oh, I should buy those bowls too at Trader Joe's. Oh, but really? I was like, to put my rocks in. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I know. But it's funny because like I was even sitting there because they have them just like stacked yeah. together. 
I was like going through to be like, what wood speaks to me here? Like what, what wood would I want to like pull all the olives out of and be like, what a cute fucking bowl. <laughs> like there's something going on in my body and my mind right now. And maybe it's because we've had such a lack of ability to like be with people, right. but something, especially right now with the holidays coming up, I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to like invite people in and like have just my closest people here and around and like together. Yeah. Yeah. That's my well. First time. off, how irresponsible? <laughs> how second- irresponsible? Huh? What'd you say? How irresponsible? I know. And then secondly, you fake ass bitch. How you were just saying? Oh, I'm so exhausted from hosting my cousin in town. It's just so Fam- much. like famished. <laughs> Stupid. Because <laughs> I ran so myself ragged making sure she was taken care of. <laughs> but I will say, I do like hosting too. Just yeah. like a night, like a dinner party. Yeah. I don't, I don't want like. To host a week of, like, you being with me, but, like, <laughs> enough to just be like, oh, yeah, this was cute. Thank you so much. I love your house. Yeah. Okay, get out. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I support that. Yeah. Which, by the way, fucking, I got my schedule next month, and for, for uh, New Year's, I'm going to be flying. Ew. I know. I was like, ooh, I got a Maui. So a, a two-day Maui. Oh. But the last second day, I'm doing a red eye. So I'm going to be literally flying. Oh, oh that exactly. sucks. At so New Year's Eve, you're On saying? New Year's Eve, yeah. And you know me. New Year's, literally, you guys, is my favorite motherfucking holiday. There's something so, like, warm inside of me. Yes, that makes year. me feel like I can start fresh. I know it's just a new day. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. But there's something about that, like, reflection phase and then that let's go get shit phase. Mm-hmm. Whether it all pans out or not, I just love looking back on... <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, you're getting teared up. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I just like looking back at, like, all of the the things that I accomplished or missed yeah. in my life and just having that reflection, it's like so powerful in my life that love that holiday, my favorite holiday. So if there's ever like a fruit snacks quiz, Brian's favorite holiday <laughs> is new year's. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, Flying. so I'm going to try to get rid of that. Cause I, mm. I want to do a new year. Do you year's think party. anyone will pick that up? Not a party, but like a little shindig, just like a, a block party. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like a few our, thousand people. Yeah. Like our closest 500 friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have space in our front yards. Yeah. I was planning on getting a tent, pitching it. Uh-huh. And then, you know, all my grinders by that time. Oh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I'll be reigning the new year with my new boyfriend. Mm. Um, so my in season this week is Shits Creek. Mm-hmm. I hate TV. I don't ever watch TV. Shits Creek. I'm still on the fence with. I do like it. I get the appeal. I understand why people love it. I'm not bringing it up for the same kind of pomp and circumstance that yeah. I feel like everyone else is. It's like, oh my God, it's an amazing show. I think it's very good. I think it's effective of what it does. But the reason I bring it up is because I'm now in about season four where David met meets Patrick. Patrick. And their dynamic, girl, speaks to my motherfucking heart, okay? Because Patrick never had been with guys before mm. David. And... He just felt so infatuated with David to the point where I was like, yeah, I'm willing to throw everything I know to be with you. Mm-hmm. And he just looks so happy and so supportive in David because I think David as a character, it's very a socialite kind of thing. And like, Well, he's very complex and Patrick yes. is very simple. Yes. Yeah. And But I think that there's like a detachment with David's character where mm-hmm. you it's hard to like, like it's a very caricature of a mm-hmm. person, right? But I love that Patrick lets David be David and the stupid things that other people would find irritating. He's just like, oh, damn, that's my David. Yeah. I feel so connected to that story. I think maybe because I feel like I'm, I wish I could follow some storyline like that. Or maybe like in the future, my love life will be like that. But 
I don't know. It's doing something to me inside my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not as black anymore, which is nice. I haven't cried or anything, but it was nice to, like, be like, wow, that's actually yeah. something really special. Well, I will say one of the the great complexities of that show that goes unspoken about, or it, it's not, it is spoken about, but... It's not the... On the, the show yeah. is the unspoken arches of all these storylines yes. where, like, they live in the middle of nowhere where we would associate with a lot of homophobia and um, racism yeah. and all of these things that we see that we've now classified as like conservatism. But not only see, but have experienced yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Um, but in this show, there's never a conversation about that. And David, who is the writer, That's one of the writers, really big point. He's one of the writers of the show. And he said it was. It was always my intention to write about these stories in a way that normalized them. And I wanted them to look so normal that nobody could argue against it. Yeah. And so like when you see all of these like, I'm going with stereotypes here, but redneck, hillbilly, like white trash archetypes. Nobody says anything about David and Patrick being together. Nobody says anything to Ronnie for being black. Like... They just are they're they're in their own existence and they all coexist together and they not they might not understand each other um, in terms of like personalities, but there's never anything to be said about who they are as people. When you and put I it think that, way, that is the complexity of that show that makes it as great and as um, binge worthy and chat worthy as people have made it to be because it's like. We get to be gay, but we get to be normal and gay. You know in what, that though? Show. When you put it that way, that completely changes my outlook on that entire show. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's so apparent, but you saying that... Totally. Makes yeah. it... Com- like, it's it makes it complete sense. Mm-hmm. It makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, that's so true. And I think that's partly why I get drawn into it. Because I'm like, yeah, like, for instance, just the David and Patrick situation, like... All of that doesn't matter. There's no labels. It's just like, I love you. Who yeah. gives a shit? And yeah. it never comes in conversation. It's never like, oh my God, you're gay now. Or, mm-hmm. oh my God, da, 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 da. When that's normally the, the storyline. And it's like, I know this is going to sound so stupid, but it's like, anything is possible. <laughs> literally, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, literally anything is possible. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Work. Yeah. Finally, you bring something to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well on that note you guys thank you so much for listening hopefully our babble this week kept you interested um as always thank you so much if you want to give us a gift please share write subscribe rate follow listen please write in to me if you have someone that you know of a friend of a friend who i could date or you have advice because you're like wow i heard something that brian said that i can connect with and please go home and work on this because you know me i'm always trying to work on myself write in Right in. Mm-hmm. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Fruit Snacks Pod. And if you want to email us, you can email us at Fruit Snacks Pod at gmail.com. And I guess that's it. <gasps> we don't have a fruit facts this week. Oh, thank God. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, I, don't know. I got my notepad. <laughs> I got my notepad out waiting to do timestamps. <laughs> but I ain't got no fruit snacks. Nope. I mean, fruit facts. Uh. Yeah. All right. We all quirky. Uh. <laughs> Just a- having strokes at the end of this. <laughs> I'm a quirky girl. Uh. <laughs> so stupid. Okay, we're, we're off. We're off. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>